Blog Talk Radio. Join us as we travel into the inner workings of John Cheney's mind. Beyond Midcourt is another dimension, a dimension of pressure, a dimension of coverage, a dimension of mind. You're moving into a land, two slow-footed white guys, incapable of playing man-to-man, of help-side defense and active hand. You've just crossed half-court into the matchup zone. St. Patrick's Day, everyone. Uh, Kevin Owens, Mike Gould joining you. Matchup Zone here on Blog Talk Radio every Sunday evening at 7 or Tuesdays at 8. Whatever works for us. Uh, Welcome to the tournament. Biggest week in sports. We're talking a little basketball NCAA tonight. uh, NCAA brackets. Uh, Also going to be talking with uh, Penn recruit Jake Silpy. Jake Silpy took the uh, Cherry Hill East boys basketball team in New Jersey, Cherry Hill, New Jersey, to the uh, state championship game. Also, uh, we'll be going to Penn. Uh, going to be talking to him a little bit about that. Steve Donahue just named the coach of Penn, so talk to him a little bit about that. And uh, also kind of expectations kind of going into college of playing in the tournament and also who he thinks. So uh, Mike and Kevin, again, show brought to you tonight by Phone Pack, supplier of all Greco products. Mike, how are we doing tonight? Oh, good, Kev. Everything's good. Just uh, getting ready for a big, um, big tournament. I had my geek. I had my geek draft last night for the players. Fifteen of the biggest dorks you've ever seen in one sitting at Hooters. Um, by the By the way, they can't. Are they like allowed to hire good-looking girls at Hooters anymore? Why it's bad? Horrible. Horrible. Really? Honey. Just heavy. Oh, um, that's unfortunate. The 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 real high shorts. Because you know what it is. I don't think they can just hire people now. What like the equal opportunity? Yeah, thing like the in? whole yeah equal opportunity, the whole um you know like discriminatory discrimin- you know discriminatory laws and stuff like that where yeah oh my god that guy just got destroyed. Who? He might be dead. The guy from Manhattan. Yeah. I think he might be crying. Oh, forty four thirty nine. I wasn't expecting this. Yeah, I mean the the winner of this gets Kentucky. Good luck, guys. <laughs> so uh, uh, they got that going. For that's them. it. So yeah, so Hooters um. Oh, no good. No, nah, I felt like telling the girls to cover up. It was disgusting. And the food is just, it's, it's unedible. Really? I thought I've uh, horrible. See, Hooters was horrible. I don't, I don't eat there. Like, I just looking at other people's wing. Like, it's horrible. I feel like Hooters was a novelty because of that. Because they had hot yeah, girls hot and they girls had, uh, the you know, the food wasn't ever that great. But at the same time, they had the hot girls, so it kind of brought yeah. the people in. Now the hot girls are gone. They had the C team the food- on last night. Really? Yeah. Well, it's a Monday night. They're, they're, the the A teams resting up for the for the NCAA tournament. Yeah, it was it was it was not good times at Hooters last night. Really? Well, maybe yeah. they maybe they also didn't send the better looking girls, considering you were sitting with twenty geeks. I figured you know maybe they weren't they weren't really upping it. They're like, all right, send the C team over there. Yeah, the I, A team was in the was in the VIP section with. No, uh, we had like the back room. Um, yeah, it just Hooters. Yeah, like you said, it's like a novelty. What the hell are you looking for? Bottle opener. Show brought to you tonight by Guinness. 
Use the just use the use the bar. I, I, I feel like I'm gonna rat. I'm gonna. This show's gonna shut down if I. Uh, I'll give it. A it wouldn't be the worst thing. <laughs> True. Give it a whirl. Oh, there it is. That's on YouTube. That's by on the way. YouTube. There you go. That's gonna be on if YouTube. You, if anyone out there needs to know how to open a bottle on a bar, mm-hmm. check out YouTube, the Match Up Zone. Yeah. As soon as we get it up and running and figure out how to edit video, we'll be uh, we'll be right there. So that will, that's uh, that's a good team. So breaking down the brackets tonight. Uh, we'll we'll go piece by piece and uh, kind of bracket by bra- or uh, field by field and, and go through and try to try to figure out who. How about region by region? Let's go region by region as well. We'll do that as well. Yeah, let's do that one. We'll, we'll we'll hit them all today. So uh, we'll start right now with the with the. What field are we starting in? We're going to start in the field of sixty eight. <laughs> <laughs> the playing game annoys me, but at the same time. You know, back in in college, like I when I made the tournament, we didn't have a playing game. And then after I left, that's when they added the playing game, probably because they saw me play and they're like, "Well, they, kidding, they're man. like, we can't have this anymore. This is you set basketball back fifteen years. They're like, they're like, are you serious? Do I have to watch Battier play this kid? Pl- make a playing game. We need sixty eight in here. This is just this, oh is, this is painful. So the, credit to me, they did, and uh, now now they have this. Uh, but I don't know the playing game. It's it's not doesn't feel like it's not the tournament. Like it's just it's it's fun watching college basketball. But I don't know how many people do you think watch these? Is this a big ratings thing? The, the playing game? Yeah. I think I think I think it'll get some ratings just because it kicks kind of off the tournament. People are. Um, nah, no one watches this. No, <laughs> no one's watching this. They're not watching until Thursday. So nothing. Yeah, yeah, Thursday. Yeah, they're not watching. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he hit his head too. Oh man. Yeah, he's out. Yeah. For a bit. Did he make the dunk? No, he missed it. Oh, he got blocked. Oh, he hit his head, man. Oh, wow. Yeah, that doesn't feel good. It gives yeah. me a headache and I mean, yeah. doing anything. Kind of like when you were playing. Correct. I used to get headaches all the time. Yeah, just sitting there not doing anything. Exactly. Waiting for waiting for someone to throw you the ball. Hey, throw it to the big goofy 6'10 kid somebody, please. <laughs> he's bored in there. Look, Battier's pushing him out to the half court line. Come on, someone give it Come to on. me. Come on, give it to me. Give it to me. It's amazing I'm how not, much. I mean, I remember watching that game <laughs> for about thirty seconds <laughs> until they cut it off when we went down fifteen yeah. and two. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Battier just destroyed you. It was great. Well, I was, it was uh, actually we played the matchup zone, so it was. Uh, yeah, but he still destroyed you. I was. I'll give you. I'll tell you who destroyed me. Dunleavy. I've never faced anyone that quick and. And, and until I started playing professionally, but like as a sophomore in college, you're like, okay, this guy's, uh, you know, he's Mike Dunleavy. But then he he no, shot no, the no, ball no, so was quickly. Jay, Jay Williams wasn't on it. But Jay Williams, yeah, Jay, Jay Williams, Williams Carlos team, yeah. Boozer. Yeah, it was it was they were stacked. Mm-hmm. That was the team they won the national championship. They were yeah. they were pretty much unstoppable. Pretty much, you guys getting the confidence. Exactly, they started with us. They and they started, were like, man. Look at this, man. Really? This is it's this easy every game. Man, and that kind of just we boosted the confidence, and uh, they went from there. I was gonna. I'm, I'm, In fact, they brought a picture of you with every game for motivation. <laughs> Look, there's the big geeky kid, we, we like Rocky. Yeah, they, they hung it to, on their mirror. They used to rip it. That actually they used to. Ta- it was like the opposite. They would tape it up. I was like encouragement. They actually like, couldn't they, don't ever. They actually couldn't find picture of you, so they just, they just brought a stop sign along with them. Hey, look. It's the big skinny geeky kid from Mammoth. Why is stop sign? <laughs> is my head that big? Look how skinny you are. Back then you could oh hide behind God. a stop sign. I could hide behind. I could hide behind a broomstick. Stop God. signs. The stop sign's pretty thick. I was yeah. I was horrifyingly scared. I was oh looking God. at that like I can't believe that they even let us play. Like our and whole that's, entire and team. That's what Duke said. That was, 
That was bad court. Uh, well, I mean, weightlifting wasn't that big of a deal. But, like, I mean, we came from a small program. I feel like all the programs have better weight, weightlifting now. Like, we had weightlifting, but I was a – I was a freshman and sophomore. Like, what did I know about lifting weights? And like, they would talk to us and, and kind of be there. But like, I I don't know. Weightlifting wasn't a big deal. And these guys now, it's like there's someone w- working out with them, standing over them, like lift this. This is exactly what you need to get need to do to get bigger. So I think it's just we were just at a disadvantage. Duke wasn't because they were huge. Yeah, they had big guys. What was what's his name on that team too? It was um, uh, who was the wing kid? Um, well, oh, him. Kid. No, yeah. they, well, they had, they had Battier. Chris Duhon? Yeah, Duhon. Yeah, yeah Duhon. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, they were good. They were, they were definitely tough. So, anyway, breaking down the uh, the bracket and uh, my career. So, we go, to, uh, we go to the Midwest region first. We'll start there. Let's go through uh, kind of – I have Kentucky. Oh, shock. Yeah, I have Kentucky pulling out of there. Uh, now, right off the bat, do you have Kentucky winning the whole thing? I do. I have Kentucky win. You? No. Who do you have win the whole thing? I haven't fought a bracket yet, but it won't be Kentucky. You can't bet with your heart, though. What are you talking about? They're not going undefeated. They're not making a run through the tournament. Indiana did it. Okay. But here's the thing about... here's the <laughs> Great. Awesome. It was 1976. It was 39 years ago. <clears throat> here's the thing about... I know that. I, I threw that math out that, that quick because I'm, I'm 39. There's I was, no possible I was born way. in 76. Oh, you, you, yeah, that's, that's correct. why I threw that out there wow. quickly. Yeah, good for you. Yep. Mm-hmm. You would. It would have taken you. It would have taken you about two two minutes if it was seventy seven. You're not kidding, man. So, uh, Kentucky. Here's what. Here's the thing about Kentucky, though. What they've been in close games, and they seem to not really care. Yeah, like, but yeah, but here's the difference. Here's mm-hmm. here's the difference. Now, the regular season, it matters, but it doesn't. You lose a game at the end of the year. It's not the end of the world. Okay, yeah. we lost. Now. The pressure, they're, they're, the pressure is on these kids because anything less than a national championship is a failure. Now, it may work out because they're young kids and they may not you yeah, know, realize they... all the pressure, but you know, you're down seven, eight, four minutes to go in the Sweet 16. There's a little poop rolling down the legs. You're right, but at the same time, that Georgia game, they were they were down in that Georgia yeah, dude, game, and it was regular season. Yeah, it's regular season. It's yeah, but it was, nobody cared. They lose the game, they lose the game. It's not a big yeah, deal. Yeah, but that was the last game of the regular season. It doesn't so matter. But that, so that's, well, well, It doesn't matter. They correct. still get to play another game. If that happens, if that happens in the Sweet 16, they're done. And the season's I don't know. If, they go, if they go thir- If they go 34-1 and one mm-hmm. and lose in the Sweet 16, the season was a failure. Yeah, I agree. But I don't know. I don't know. I I think they they're just they're too deep. They're too talented. I don't know. I, that's ridiculous. Like, what is that? I don't know. I feel like there's a there's like a he's like palming it with his thumb and pinky. Dude, I could do that. By the way, what? I could palm a ball. We're on YouTube. If we had a ball here, I could palm a ball with two fingers. Which fingers? These, my, no. these ones? No, no, you jackass. Your my two middle index fingers? My middle finger and my thumb. I could palm a ball like that. Really? Yes, one hundred percent. Let me. See we'll do it hands. next week. You got some big hands. Yeah, big hand size fourteen feet. I'm, I swear to God, what happened? My to you? mom, my mom smoked when she when she was pregnant. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Because yeah, you should be. I should really be like tall. six four. Yeah. I guarantee my mom smoked when and she was st- pregnant. Instead, you're stuck at five five. It's unfortunate. It really is. <laughs> Sucks. I felt so small. I have to look up to look down. All right, now what are we doing here? We're going to the. All right, we're breaking down the bracket. So uh, we have Kentucky 
Now, what upsets do you – I'm trying to look through the bracket, see, see any upsets. Now, here's the thing about this bracket that's interesting is you have Kentucky... – Everybody loves Buffalo. That's 12 seed. Yeah. I don't know. You know there's going to be a 12 seed making a run. Well, we are, we'll get to that in a, in a little bit. And you better know – you better believe you know who that is. <laughs> so, I'll give you a hint. Jeremiah Trotter went there. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. I'll, I'll play that hint in a little bit. All right, so – Here's the thing about this bracket is you have you have Notre Dame. <laughs> what? Where is that? Fish just swam by. <laughs> so you have Kentucky. Yep. Uh, you have Notre Dame. You have Wichita State, who is a top ten team for most of the year, mm-hmm. and you have Kansas. Mm-hmm. Now, this is why I think Kentucky is going to roll through this, and this is why I don't think there's there's no other challenge. Like who's Maryland's a challenge? That's why I think mm-hmm. Kentucky is going to has, has a pretty easy path because. You have Wichita State and Kansas are going to beat the hell out of each other. Whoever wins that has to play Notre Dame, and they're going to beat the hell out of each other, which means that whoever's left standing after that then has to play Kentucky, the best team in the, in the nation, after pretty much winning two very, very difficult, tough games. And yeah, especially but, yeah, a game... You're making, it, you're making that more. It's not football where... Correct, but up. I mean, come on. And, and momentum, momentum counts for something, but at the same time, I mean, it's, it's a, you're... You're battling in it, and you're battling in there. I don't know if you've been in the look, paint, I, look, paint in the past, the past twenty no, 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 years. No, no, no. Look, I don't doubt they can get out of the field, as you would say. I, I, I don't know. I mean, they're losing somewhere. Whether it's the Final Four, or the championship game, mm-hmm. they're not going undefeated. I, I think they lose. They don't get to the Final Four. Okay. So you, you're saying they're out before you're not even. They don't even make it out of the Midwest. No. So who do you think takes it out? Makes it out of the Midwest. That field. Um, that field. Field of field of dreams. I'll say Kansas gets out. Okay, so can't. Okay, so Kansas has to beat Wichita State, then they have to beat Notre Dame, then they have to beat Kentucky. So they get out of it. Okay. Now, yeah. other than that, like we said, I, I think uh, Wichita State wins. I think Kansas wins. Notre Dame, uh, Texas Butler. That's that's a, uh, everybody's saying Texas is a, is yeah. a, is a good eleven. Well, team. you know what's funny? The the but uh, on the selection show they did they showed the Butler like Butler's up there and they're clapping and it's like and their opponent Texas and like it was just like they just stopped clapping. It was like, just it was just dead. The like, room went silent. Yeah. That's unfortunate. You know, you 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 get a six seed. You're Butler. You're like okay. You know, Gordon Hayward's not there. Uh, what's his name's not Shelvin Mack. Yeah, and you don't you don't have it's like you still go and you get a six seed. You're like okay, we're still there, and then you yeah, have to play a team but you like know Texas. What? It, this is just a crapshoot. Like it's kind of like picking NFL games now against the spread. Like it's it's all a guessing game. Mm-hmm. Like we're sitting here saying, oh, I think this is going to happen. I mean, you, you have no idea. You have no clue. I mean, if, if would you be shocked? Would you be totally shocked if say um, you know say Texas gets out of that region or? Uh, West Virginia, or well, I'd be shocked if West Virginia. I never mm-hmm. trust the Huggins team, but like a Cincinnati or something. Like I don't know. Yeah, like, I, I wouldn't be shocked if any of these guys got out. Well, actually, I would be. Kentucky's the ex. You know, Kentucky, the yeah. Kentucky region is the region where. Uh huh. You're a little more shocked if someone gets out, but. Hey, you never know. I mean, this is this is why this is why this is the most. Uh, it's the most sought after. It's the most interesting tournament out there it's the biggest money maker it's the biggest sporting event of the year so that's why that's why it's like that because there's so much that can happen there's so much parody and you never know that's what that's what makes it fun all I mean, right last year mercer beat duke yeah that's first, you know 
15 beat to two. Nobody saw that coming. Mm-hmm. So, you know, these mid-majors, it's all about the guard play when it gets to this time. Yeah. It's all about the guard play, mm-hmm. um, especially in Monmouth back in the late 90s. Oh, yeah. Definitely but wasn't about the big part, guys. Yeah, early part of the decade. But I'll tell you what, I did score the first basket for Monmouth in that game. It was fifteen. It was fifteen nothing at the time, but mm-hmm. you know I got him on the board. Yep, Mer- little mercy. Uh... Yeah, big rebound. Put it right back up. It was a layup. I almost missed it. I was. I remember exactly. <laughs> I was terrified. I was like, oh my gosh, this is Duke. All right, so let's move on to uh, the West bracket. Where's that? Uh, right underneath the um, <laughs> the got you, I got you. Midwest. Got you. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk. Uh, you got Wisconsin in there. You have uh, Arizona. Ohio State's an interesting one. Uh, nah, I never liked Ohio yeah, State. Yeah, but they play VCU, and VCU has been Kraft very sporadic. Who? Aaron Kraft. He was there for 14 no. freaking years. Is he still there? No, Thank he was God. like on the six Dude, or summer league team. He was the most team. overrated player of all time. People loved him because of his defense, and he was great. Like, I hate these guys who, oh, they're gritty and they're hustlers. Make a freaking basket. It's like all these guys, oh, he's a great guy in the clubhouse. I don't care about a guy in the clubhouse. I want a guy who can hit a home run or strike somebody out. Yeah. I'm not all about these clubhouse guys. It's well, the most it's, overrated thing in sports. You talk a lot about the clubhouse, and then you you find out that the clubhouse was a shit show in San Francisco because you had, uh, and for the for the Giants, the Giants won, what, three World Series in the past five years? Three out of five, something like so, that. So uh, then you find out that the, when Sandoval goes, that, like, their clubhouse wasn't as close as they, they thought, and now there's all this turmoil. It's like, okay. Yeah, so, but, yeah, but give me a, yeah, but then yeah, but, so but I guess clubhouse go. isn't isn't as yeah. important as a lot of people think. I think talent beats clubhouse. Of course, anyway. it does. Um, yeah, go ahead. So yeah, so, okay. uh, but yeah, Arizona. Yeah. A lot of people are picking Arizona to get out of that region. They're like the sexy pick. Not, I mean, they're a two seed, but everyone's thinking that if it comes down to Arizona, Wisconsin, I like Wisconsin for the simple fact that they don't turn the ball over. They're not going to make mistakes. Yeah, Arizona has a lot of athletes. Wisconsin just doesn't make mistakes. You're right. And they're efficient. They do not turn the ball over, and they make shots. So th- that's that's the team that I, I think has the best shot at beating Kentucky. Now you talk about Kentucky not making it in the Final Four. Mm-hmm. That team, I feel like, if, if Kentucky can beat them, I think they're going to they're gonna, well, they're gonna beat remember, whoever they play. Remember last year they had Kentucky beat. If Trayv- Trayv- yeah. Trayvon Jackson misses that mm-hmm. front end of the foul shot to put him up three, then they're only up two, mm-hmm. and the kid comes down and bangs the three. It's true. I so think I like Wisconsin. So we have Wisconsin in this bracket, Arizona, uh, VCU, Ohio State will be a good first round game. Uh, BYU, a lot of people, BYU is in that 11 seed. A lot of people think that they can beat Xavier and actually beat Baylor, which would be interesting. Uh, you have UNC in there as a four seed. Oregon, Oklahoma State, again a matchup from last year. So you got some, you got some. Uh, it's not as see. This is the Kentucky should have the. I feel like Kentucky's bracket's the strongest so far, and people were like, "Oh, it's a cakewalk." I'm like, "Really? No, like, Wichita I, State, I, Kansas, I, Notre I, Dame, like those I are think, tough I think the, teams." I think the South is a cakewalk. Yeah, I totally agree. I think, I think the South. I was I mean, like, "How did Duke get that with Gonzaga?" I know. I, I mean, look, look at who's the Gen, who's the, the four seed is Georgetown. Yeah, the three seeds. I, I I think if anybody has a cakewalk, it's Duke. Yeah. Who is the three seed? I was. Oh my. Iowa God. State. Yeah. The four seed, like you said, is a. Uh, is Georgetown. I think the even the East is, but I think the I, I mean that's what people were talking about. The Midwest is weak. I was like, are you people on? What are you on? That's ridiculous. So you, I have Wisconsin, uh, Wisconsin, North Carolina in the Sweet Sixteen. Wisconsin taking it. Uh, Arizona. I actually have Arizona and BYU, and Arizona beating them, and I have Wisconsin beating Arizona. 
to get to the final four uh, on that side. Yeah, I, I like it. Like I said, I didn't thought of bracket yet, but I kind of like. I'm not a Roy Williams guy, but I kind of think I kind of like them making a little run. Yeah. Well, they did in the ACC tournament, and that's yeah, the, that's like the most important hot. time. Yeah, they're getting hot at the right time. Um, Marcus Page is a great player if he mm-hmm. can get it going. Um, and 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 uh, UNC is big, man. Yeah, they are big. If they if they get if they get to Kentucky, like they have the size that can match Kentucky, the athleticism. That being said, I'm not a huge Roy Williams guy. Uh huh. But well, you got you got North Carolina, and Wisconsin set up in that Sweet 16 if mm-hmm. everything goes according I, to plan. I mean, North Carolina can they can win that game? Yeah, that's that's going to be a good one. They so uh, mark your calendars for whatever the frick that is. That would be uh, March 28th. How do you uh, what? All right, March, whatever. Look at the top, jackass. Don't even dates. Uh, you're you're guessing between two days. Which day is it? I don't know. I'm just oh, okay. set your watch for the 26th and 27th. Yeah, I'll I'll set it. Yeah, exactly that time. From from midnight to midnight, it'll just be beeping hours. all day. All right, we are joined by uh, by Penn recruit Terry Holist, alumni now, well soon to be alumni, but basketball alumni Jake Silpy. Jake, thanks for coming on today, bud. Yeah, no problem, no problem. Happy to be on. So, Jake, uh, you know, you take your team Terry Holist uh, to the to the state championship, first state championship in school history. Tell us what that was like this year. Yeah, I mean, this year we were just trying to overcome overcome what we did last year. Last year we got to the first, we won the first sectional, and um, that was our goal last year. And this year it was one step ahead, and now to get the state. And uh, we we lost in the in the semifinals last year, and we had a pretty tough loss. And uh, it's all about it's all about overcoming overcoming those obstacles. And uh, we really set our mind to get in the state, um, and 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 the whole team bought in and and just did it. Jake, talk, talk a little bit about um, about Coach Allen always demonstrating practice and just missing the shot every time. I mean, is, how embarrassing is that for him? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Every time he wouldn't he wouldn't shoot threes at all um, ever in practice to show us how to shoot because um, some of the players thought he couldn't reach from out there. Um, but they, uh, what was that? And they're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, but but every mid range shot he takes goes in. Um, he he does. has, he has a nice little form, spins the ball a couple of times in his hand, and then puts it yeah, up. Yeah, he does. He does. Uh, he's also got that. He gets he, that right foot cocked up, nice and far. Yeah, he's he's crafty yeah. inside he, he, with the yes, fakes yes, and stuff. Yes. I mean, he he scored on me once. He just everything the ball. I'm like, what are you doing? And then the ball goes in. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. And we get you in the post, do a little ball fake. <laughs> Not, not not Jake. Not Jake. Getting back to the game. I I um back in ninety three ninety four. I um I played in two state championship games and and lost. You know, but both years. Um, t- talk a little bit about. You know, you you fouled out at the end of that game. Um, so talk a little bit about as you're sitting on the bench and you're just and and you know that it's finally over. I mean, what what's going through your mind there? Yeah. Um. It was just upsetting. Um. It was definitely. I was definitely disappointed. Um, that it that we lost that game, um, but but then I looked overall um, throughout the whole season what we accomplished, what our team accomplished this year, and um, that was just tremendous. Um, I was just really upset because I'm going to miss the guys in the team. They were great guys. We formed a brotherhood, and um, my relationship with Coach Allen and all the other coaches um, it was just incredible. Um, and that's what I'm probably going to miss most: um, getting ready for practice every day and being coached by those and playing playing with those players. 
Now, now Jake, kind of talking about that because uh, the one thing that separates that separates you is now you're moving on and going to the University of Pennsylvania and playing. Uh, talk about kind of, you, you know, you get into the, the swing of things with high school and now you're moving on, now you're a freshman again. What are you what are, what are you anticipating that experience being kind of getting onto the court for the first time at Penn? Yeah, um I kind of I I was at a couple of workouts um with Penn this this past summer and um it's just it's just a whole whole different experience. Um it's it's more it's more grueling, more time consuming. Um and and you really you really got to be focused especially with the schoolwork at Penn. Um and just getting on the court, it's it's a whole different ball game. Um, everyone's Division One, um, who you're playing, so it's it's going to be tough, but but it's going to be fun as well. Um, just playing playing with kids who both who everyone wants to be there, and everyone's giving it their all, and just competing in the Ivy League is just it's just a tremendous experience. And the the exciting thing, I mean, Penn, uh, you, you know, the, it's it hasn't. They haven't been really contending for the Ivy in a, in a few years, but uh, you know you've you've grown up in the area and you've I'm sure seen the earlier years when uh, they were really they were very good and and winning the Ivy League and just how crazy the Palestra can get uh, when it when it's in a oh, Penn, Penn Princeton game. That's going to be something that I think you should, that that will be uh, something that you would really look forward to. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I was actually this year I was at the Palestra for the Penn uh, Villanova game, which and it was packed and it was just an awesome, awesome, almost atmosphere. Um, and that's that's definitely something that I love, um, especially at Cherry Hill East that we get such a big crowd who's always there to support us. Um, that at the Palestra it's like the same way. There's a lot of loyal fans, alumni, and the community of Philadelphia um, is always there to support. So that's that's definitely something I'm looking forward to. Jake, what are your expectations going into next year at Penn? I mean, um, do, do you think, uh, you know, do you have a shot of starting? You're just hoping to see some time. And what are your expectations kind of going into next year? Yeah, I mean, um, I haven't – I don't – I'm not sure. Um, I haven't played. I think nothing – I don't think anything is given. Um, nothing's right. given. I'm going to have to work for everything that I have. And I think so with all the guys. I think, I think that Coach is going to play the best players and the players who – who will um, try to win, who will um, be the best players that can win the game. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just gonna, we're just going to have to outwork and um, just play my best in practice, and we'll see how it goes. But I have high hopes. I hope I think I'm going to play this year uh, or up, this upcoming year. Um, but like I said, nothing's given. I'm going to have to work for everything I do. Now, Jake, uh, Steve Donahue just announced the new coach for Penn. Uh Talk about that. Do you know? Do you, have you talked to Coach Donahue at all in the past? And uh, what do you what do you kind of see him uh, as as the kind of the new face of Penn basketball? Yeah, um, no, I have not talked to Coach Donahue um, in the past. But he called me when he last night um, and introduced himself and told me he's looking forward to meeting me and everything. And um, just from his accolades and ex- basketball experience, um, he coached assist, He was assistant coach at Penn. Um, coached at at uh, where was it Cornell got three three Ivy League championships, also coached in the ACC at uh, Boston College. So he has mm-hmm. a great resume, um, and I'm I'm very excited to uh, be a part of his team. I think I've heard he's a great coach, personable, mm-hmm. and uh, just just wants to win. So that's that's what I'm that's what I'm there to do. Also, that's the main goal. Now, Jake, human nature. I mean, Jerome Allen recruits you, obviously. 
and then you know he gets let go, and then Steve Donahue comes in. I mean, are you were you a little nervous there, or excited, or a little of both? I mean, what are your feelings there? Because I mean, human nature is kind of like, oh, the guy you recruited, and he's gone now. You know, do I still fit in? Right, right. And you hear stories about coaches leaving schools all the time, and I, I picked that. I picked my decision based on mostly based on the school I wanted to play for, the University of Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that was that was definitely that was definitely the biggest factor, the school itself. Um, so it was disappointing um, that coach left, but I'm also I'm also just excited to play basketball. Um, that was the main goal. Um, co- every coach wants to win, and that's what I'm gonna do as well. That's great. And uh, you know, going back to going back to Donahue. I mean, I know my brother played for was the assist. I know he was an assistant when my brother played, and uh, you know Matt and Mike from Colgate. So I, I think you got a you got a great you got a great coach there. So I'm I'm also excited and uh, to kind of get back and, and watch Penn basketball. Again, uh, now Jake, you kind of compared to the crowds to uh, the Cherry Hill East crowd, the Countrymen. Now, talk a little bit about them because that was they, they've become kind of one of the bigger crowds in South Jersey. Oh, absolutely, yeah. The Countrymen they have had uh, over over the past years at East, we've always had a great fan base, um, and it was just that in the this year and we made it this year and last year we made it far the farthest in East history and. Uh, when we're out there on the court, all the players know it too. They'll say the same thing. Um, we just feel so much support, so much love. It's like we're playing six on five, and we just have the crowd on our side. Um, and it's it's it means a huge deal to us. Uh, we really we really feed off them, um, get some energy when the game's going on. And um, yeah, they do like I guess harass Hayes other players on the court, but but it feels good feels good when they when we have when they have our backs and uh, we have someone to lean on. And always have someone um, supporting us. What's it like playing with Timmy Perry? Um, and where do you think, where do you think his skills could wind up? I mean, he he, he got better. At, you know, he, he struggled at times as a sophomore. He got better this year. Uh, still struggled at some points this year, but obviously the potential's there. What, what kind of player do you see him rounding into? Uh, he's if you look at him from freshman year, um, playing JV, and then look at him now. Um, he is a, he's improved tremendously. Um, his post moves are, I think, one of the best. He's one of the best big men in South Jersey. And mm-hmm. um, it's not even it's not even his post moves. It's just his presence on the court. Um, mm-hmm. When the when the opposing team looks at him under the basket, they don't even want to go to the rim. Um, he has long arms. He knows how to play defense. Goes straight up, blocks and alters mainly alters so many shots and um, which which helps us so much. Um, I think that I mean the way he's practicing and practice this year. He's just going to get better and better, and uh, he's really going to be. I think he's, he's going to be one of the best players in the South Jersey next year. Maybe probably the best, um, most dominant. And um, just playing with him this year was awesome. It was awesome, really. Um, when I got to the rim, I would have, if I missed, he would always be there to clean it up. And uh, he has he has some. When he gets him the ball in the post and he's settled, calm, he really is a dominant force. Um, he has credit, the best highest percentage shot in our team. Credit and, uh, He's just awesome to play with. Credit Coach Quinn on those post moves. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Shout out to Coach Quinn. And, yeah. and, he does it all the time. The foul shooting. No, no one saw the <laughs> no one saw the air ball on Sunday, but um. No. Well, credit Coach Quinn on the foul shooting. Exactly. Jake, thank you yeah, so much yeah. for joining us. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, you know, great career, Cherry Hill East, and we look forward to great things at Penn. We'll be watching. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks. Jake right, Silky. 
Jake Silpe from uh, Cherry Hill East, now going to University of Pennsylvania, kind of talking a little bit about uh, his his career and kind of upcoming expectations at Penn and, and uh, along those lines. So that was uh, and you know it's 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 you don't want to I don't want to jinx him and start asking him too much about the tournament. I don't even know like like I was just like I was just stay away from that. So I was just but it's it's got to be exciting kind of watching the tournament, especially going into college too. I think that's that's something that's. You know, it's funny that that Jake, he's just a gamer. I mean, yeah. Oh, oh God. Jesus. Oh, two for two. Again. How about that? So he, um, are you going to finish I'm, that thought? Yeah, or are you going to well, let it just hang out there? there? Okay. So I, um, I'm watching Jake shoot at halftime of the Cherokee game, the South Jersey final. Mm-hmm. And he comes out of the locker room at halftime and he's shooting and he was struggling a little bit. He, you know, he probably missed five, six, seven in a row. Mm-hmm. And then once the game starts, he's money. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just a pressure. You know, he just—it's almost like he needs the pressure. I mean, I'm watching. I'm going. He's not shooting too well. Then guy in his face, bang. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing about Jake, and you know, he's modest, and I think he can help Penn right away next year. I think he's that good. And the one thing about him that that I find most impressive is the fact that he can. I told I was talking to you know you and I were talking. It's like he had four fouls in the Cherry Hill West game mm-hmm. and two points or three fouls and two points, and he was still by far the best player on the floor. Like he controlled every aspect of the game, and that's what a point guard does. And that's what Penn, watching them play this year, that's what they're lacking. That control, that point guard who can control. And when you have that point guard, like Jake doesn't even just step up and score twenty twenty five points a game, but he can control. And they haven't really had that since Mike Jordan. Uh, came in and Andy Tool and some of those guys who, who really were, were just controlled guards and able to set everything up and play as a team. So I think there's good things coming for uh, Penn basketball. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be exciting. exciting. It's, always, it's always exciting watching a South Jersey guy, yeah. um, <clears throat> you know, play at the next level, kind of see, see where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and frankly, there's a lot of pressure on a kid who, who signs early. He goes to every, every South Jersey, um, you know, gym and, as soon as you miss the one foul shot, and what's the chant coming? Yeah, overrated. Oh, yep, I yeah. mean overrated, and the, the targets on your back. Uh-huh. Um, everybody who's seen you play for everybody who's seen you play for the first game, if you have a bad game, they go, "Wait, this kid's going to Penn? Are you kidding me?" Yeah. So you know, there's a lot of pressure, but um, he ate it up. He did, and the reality of it is, Kev, there's not too many kids in South Jersey who who go Division One. No, there's really not. I mean, I was thinking about that. I mean, think about there's not. Think about back, uh, you know, kind of around our time. Yeah, well, my brother's ninety. That's my brother's year. Yeah, I think there was like twelve or fourteen guys. That was just in that. That, that was just in that immediate. If you talk about Central Jersey, there was like thirty guys. No, I'm talking like, South Jersey. Just yeah, Central, yeah. South Jersey. Yeah, Central. Never trust the Central. Yeah, but like I mean, the, the, in terms of like every, it was just enormous. And yeah. even but now, but like last year, like now, like if you always you figure there's a hundred there's a hundred schools in South Jersey. Mm-hmm. You figure sixteen kids on a team, JV varsity. Yeah, that's sixteen hundred kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think last year like three or four kids went Division One. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not a lot. Yeah, what's well, crazy? That's the that's the cool thing about it is is you get so many uh, back and even ninety eight when I graduated. I mean, Andre Williams, Rob Sargent, yeah. uh, Jeff Clark, you know, the, yeah. Clayton Brown. It was just it was yeah. uh, it was just a, a stack of yeah. of kids just continuing yeah. and then. You had the kids who were younger, Omar Wellington. It's like you yeah, had the yeah. you, Duan. You had that whole entire, and it's just 
now it's it hopefully it will start picking up again with a, with a lot of those players kind of making their way back up to uh, Division One prospects. So we're going to move on to the right side of the bracket, to the east side, and we talked about this a little bit how it might be a little less uh, less. I think the east is still tough. Villanova's a, a one seed. They've been playing great basketball. They're the weakest one seed. If, but a, if a one seed's going out early, it's, to me, it's Villanova. And that's the thing. Like we, we look at it and we're close, and you're like, I don't, and I don't know if I just don't want to, if I, if I don't believe a, it. But I've never been a big Villanova guy, though. Even yeah. though they're right in our backyard, and they're the, probably, I mean, they've had the most, they've won a national championship. They've had the most success of any big five. What do you school. consider backyard? Because they're like 45 minutes away from us. Yeah, but backyard is Philadelphia. I yeah, mean, it's Philadelphia. I mean, they're, I mean. I know what's in my backyard. It's her selling Villanova. Yeah, right. It's crabgrass and a broken down bench. I've been in your backyard. Lots of dog poop. Yeah, that too. <laughs> so go ahead, continue yeah. with the Villanova. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I never really. I don't. I don't like like when Saint Joe's made that run back in whatever it was two thousand or whatever whenever it was with uh with with Delonte West and uh. Jameer Nelson, yeah. I was all over that team. I don't know why. But that I, was the I, same thing. Like, I didn't think they were going to win it. I was like, they're no, undefeated. They, they're they're not going to win it. And they lost that Oklahoma State team. Yeah. Um, I, I don't love Villanova. I don't, I don't know. Uh, no, I mean, I'll, I'll probably pull for them. But, I mean, honestly, I don't see them I don't see them winning a national championship. Yeah. Can they get to the Final Four? Maybe. Mm-hmm. God. It's not autocorrecting. So uh, yeah, I think Villanova's Villanova's. It's good. they have a tough. I think they they'll be able to get. I think I see them getting to the lead eight, but I think Virginia's a very good team, and Virginia losing in the ACC tournament definitely hurt. But uh, I don't know. I think Virginia's going to knock them off. So I have again though, Michigan State Virginia is going to be one of those interesting games on either March twenty first or twenty second at set some time. Set your, set, set your clock to it. One of those two days at some point there will be a game. So make sure you set it. Uh, Michigan State, Virginia, is. Uh, I just think that's going to be an amazing second round game. And Michigan State goes I need Michigan on. Michigan State to win that. And that's going to be that's going to be that's going to be a big one because you have Virginia. Uh, I think Virginia is the team that will knock off Villanova, but Michigan State. I mean, they they can do it too and end up rolling to the Final Four. And uh, that would be that would be pretty interesting. Now, who else do we have upset wise? Well. Let's see here. In, in the, um, in the I don't really have much much on the ups. Oh, Dayton, I have winning. I think Dayton was number one in the uh, number one in the uh, what's that conference called? Yeah, whatever the hell it is now. Yeah, a ten. I I think I could see Louisville getting beat early this year. I can see Louisville getting beat early this year. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I think they were, I think they'll win their first. I don't know. UC Irvine. I have no idea. Like that's the thing. Well, that's the thing. I I'm not going to sit up here and lie and say, yeah. oh, oh, UC Irvine's going to be. I haven't. There's. I've never seen I, film on them. Forty-five teams in here. I've never seen play. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to sit up here and go, oh yeah, you know, I really like I really like Wyoming over Northern Iowa. I don't know where I don't know where the hell North, I couldn't find Northern Iowa on a map, and I'm going to tell you about their basketball team. It's uh, the northern part of Iowa. <laughs> Look north. Look north when I get go, to Iowa. Look north. Go to Des Moines and look up. All you right. Des Moines. What? Well, I don't know. You put an S on the end of that. Yeah, there's a, there's a silent S, and I like to I like to incorporate it. No, no one's silencing that S. Des Moines. Not with me. So uh, yeah, we have uh, we'll, we'll go to the final the final uh, field. final field. Duke 
And here's where it gets fun. Well, here's where it gets fun. Here's, I know who you have going to the you, Final Four. You, got, you better believe it. So you have Duke in here. You have Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. You have Davidson, who could be a you know an interesting one. SMU. U, UCLA, who snuck in there and, and stole Temple's uh, Temple's bid, mm-hmm. which uh, hopefully I think our former intern Greg Frank, who uh, is a Temple Temple, Ooh. he goes to Temple now, broadcasts the basketball games, does sports talk on the Temple radio station. We'll be calling into Ven about that for a little bit. Uh, then you have SF Austin, the Jacks. They're they're back into it. They're the same thing. They they were predicted to be an eight seed, and they ended up with a twelve seed. And, it's, and they play Utah. Yeah, and it's one of those things where I feel like they were put as a twelve seed just to be like, oh well, a twelve will knock off a five. Like we need the NCAA needs uh, a twelve to knock uh, off a five because if the NCAA doesn't have upsets. People aren't going to watch it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they, that's one of those things where the committee kind of set, sets it that way. So you have a 12 seed who's a little better than a, than a 12 seed playing in Utah. So I think right. the, I, I have SF Austin. Of course. And then Georgetown is a weak four seed. Two teams I never trust in the tournament. One is Georgetown, and two is anybody coached by Bob Huggins. When he was with Cincinnati, they were number one in the country every year. They get knocked off before the Sweet 16. I never trust Huggins or – Georgetown the tournament. They're my two rules I live by. Yeah. Good rules. Patrick Ewing agrees. Alonzo Mourning. Uh, I mean, not, not, not the, not the not mid-80s I'm talking about. I'm talking about, you know. The new, new Georgetown. Yes. So John Thompson Jr. Georgetown. Yeah, not senior. Right. No towel. Does he still wear a towel? Does junior senior? wear a towel? No, junior has a towel. Really? So junior has a towel, yeah. He I goes with a towel. I feel like that's a little. Like if my dad did something the whole entire time and I did the same exact thing. Like, get something else. Right. It's, it's kind of like what's going on at Camden Catholic. <laughs> Zing. By, by the way, by the way, oh, I, my, I did something Monday, Kev. I did something Monday I've never done before. What, a push-up? <laughs> you jackass, not a push-up. <laughs> I've never done one of those either, but I went to a chiropractor. Mm. Have you ever gone to a chiropractor? Mm-hmm. Oh, now, yeah. Now, some people swear. I, got, I talked about 10 people. I, I talked I talked to all my good friends about this. <laughs> what happened? It's the first I'm hearing of it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I talked to a bunch of people, and, and some people swear by it, and some people say, don't do it. But my back was really bad. Now, it could be – I'm surprised I'm not the – it could be the fact that I sat – for about 15 hours on Saturday and Sunday watching basketball games. Did Joe go as well? Because yes. Joe was there. Do you guys both go to the chiropractor? Go to chiropractor? No, no. Okay. No. Um, no, Joe did, not, Joe did not go. He brings one of those seats. Oh, like he brings the, a cushion? Yeah, like the little Like the little, seat, the, yeah, the, yeah. the See, I'm a man. I don't bring, yeah, I don't bring one of those. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, evidently you're a man considering you're complaining <laughs> about your back. Wait, Georgetown went to the, when did Georgetown, I'm just getting word, Georgetown went to the Final Four. When? I don't know. But you, they still didn't win anything. When, yeah, when did they go to the Final Four? Uh, 80, when did 80, 84, 84 and 85, I think. Anyway, I, so I go to the chiropractor. I'm a little skeptical. Mm-hmm. He had the touch of an angel. I walked out of there. I felt great. Now, I don't know if it's in my head. Most likely. Well, I, yeah, see, but I, but I'm, I, I agree. I like chiropractors, so I'm not going to go and bash the whole industry. yeah. yeah. I feel like don't, when you go to a chiropractor, even they're thinking, like, this guy's skeptical of me. I will bash you talking about a man having a touch of an angel. No, he did. That was great. I mean, he, 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 like, cracked my neck. Like, he pulled on my neck and, like, 
What's next? <laughs> yeah, so he, he pulled on my neck and he cracked it. He cracked my back. I mean, he had this jackhammer thing. It was going like on my back. I mean, it was. I, <laughs> it sounds like the touch of an angel right there. Uh, a jackhammer on your back. Not a jackhammer. This thing was like pound thing. I don't know. <laughs> Kev, it was great. Pounding me. It was great. It was good. Yeah. So no, I, I mean, but here's the thing. I see him on Monday. He goes, yeah, I'm going to need to see you again on Wednesday. Mm. So I'm going again tomorrow. My insurance will last 30 visits a year. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, um, so hey, so as long as it, you'll get the 29, you'll get the 30 and be well, like, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm great. This is great. I feel great. I'm a new man. Yeah. That's where they get you. Now, now what did you go to a chiropractor for? Everything. Every day of my life. I, I went to a chiropractor a lot when I was playing because I had bad back, mainly because I... When, My entire youth was spent trying to talk to people on your level, and yeah, right. Looking, down, I ended yeah. up, I ended right. up with a with a bad back because I was lurch forward all the time. So, yeah. now what what like what did they do for like what the same thing besides the jackhammer? They did yeah. the same thing. That that must be new. That's uh, that's something I haven't experienced. The jackhammer. Yeah, I thought it was weird when uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Is this what he, zipped, he zipped did, up his pants? Yeah, I mean, did did, did did this did your chiropractor like I walk in, he goes. All right, take off all your clothes. <laughs> I said, okay, well, where should I put them? He said, right over there on the chair on top of mine. I mean, I thought that was a little weird at first, but, at, I mean, after we got through the awkwardness of that, everything went well. It was weird with the jackhammer. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was kind of weird. The jackhammer it was, was kind of weird as the jackhammer was going, then he put his hands on my shoulders. <laughs> and it was, I don't know, I thought that was weird. But other than that, everything everything was great. Yeah, this jackhammer is has hair. It's odd. <laughs> All right, so uh, breaking down the uh, the South Conference, you got Duke. Uh, Duke, let's just go skip right to the Sweet Sixteen. Duke versus SF Austin. Well, St. John's was a, was a, one of those picks that you thought could be could go far, and no, then they, you they, thought that. But and then they got uh, what's his name got suspended for and is out for Lavin. He, Steve Lavin got this. No, but their uh, their best player got or one of their best players got suspended. He's out for a while. So now you set up SF Austin versus Duke in the Sweet 16. You have uh, SMU, Iowa State, uh, SMU probably in the uh, – SMU versus Gonzaga in the Sweet 16. Now, Gonzaga is one of those teams that they're scary. They're like a Villanova. Like, I don't know if I can bet for with them because I just don't trust them. But it's, yeah. it's, 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 I think they're good they're, good enough they're, they're to do something team, this year. They're a team, obviously, they can beat anybody. Mm-hmm. But – and I say this knowing Butler went to back-to-back championship games. So yeah. the mid-majors, I mean, I guess Gonzaga is, I, I just don't know if they can win six straight games in the tournament. Mm-hmm. That's going to, that's the key. I think, I don't know if they can. They're tough. Here's the thing. Like Gonzaga matches up well. They match up well with Duke. I'm getting word here, Kev. 2007, the Hoyas went to the final four. Really? Yeah. But they lost. Yeah. So like I said, just keep never it. trust, never trust Georgetown. Nice. So Gonzaga, you can kind of set up the Gonzaga Duke. I think Gonzaga can beat Duke. I think Gonzaga is the team that they match up well with them. They can knock off Duke, which would be interesting because then you set up Gonzaga versus Virginia, in my bracket at least. Gonzaga versus Virginia. I think Gonzaga again they match up well, and I think Gonzaga, just based on if they play up to their capabilities. They're a team that could end up in the national championship, obviously, against Kentucky. I don't think uh, CBS or 
their affiliates kind of want to see that because they want to, you know, a game Duke Kentucky or you know. Who do you want to win the Final Four? I mean, the championship. Uh, do I want? Yeah, I mean, other than like Steve if I. Uh, Stephen F. on there. I mean, I mean, who would you like to see if if you could pick one team? Who would you like to see win the national championship? Hmm. Maybe I would like Gonzaga because it's it's like they're a powerhouse, but the they're also an yeah, underdog. It kind of solidifies. Yeah, yeah, it's kinda, like yeah, you have that you have that underdog mentality, but at the same time, they're ranked third in the nation for most of the year. So it's like they're not an underdog, but at the same time, they're Gonzaga. So they're always they've always been that underdog, even with the the years yeah. with uh, Step and and. Yeah. Uh, Calvary and like that that just that whole Adam team. Adam Morrison. Yeah, Adam Morrison. Yeah, like, see, I see I go by coaches and there's a couple coaches I'd love. I mean, I really like Bo Ryan. I would love Dan to Dick see Dan Dickow. Sorry. Excuse me? <laughs> I really like Bo Ryan. Your chiropractor's uh, team. Yes. Dan um, Dickow. I really like um I really like Wisconsin. I like I like Bo Ryan. I really mm-hmm. like Bo Ryan. Um and he has a good shot this year. It could t- that that like I said, that matchup. They have some tough games: North Carolina, then Arizona, then Kentucky. I don't know. It's I don't, and like you said, it's not football, but at the same time, you 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 go tough game after tough game. That's what makes it so hard. That's what makes it so difficult. Now, Mike, did you watch the the special, the Christian no. Leitner special? Oh uh, yeah, I caught about the last twenty minutes of it. I'm going to watch it again. Yeah, I, I caught about the last twenty minutes. Um, I thought it was great. Yeah. I thought it was really good. It's uh, it's it was definitely it was definitely terrific. I mean, it was one of those it was one of those because you kind of grew. I grew up, you know, I'm a white kid from suburbia, uh, so that's what I watched. I just I, you, you watched that that uh that Christian Leitner, and I didn't like Duke, but at the same time, Christian Leitner kind of he was, he was like the the the, the great white hope. So I think we have an old friend on the line here. I think it's I think this is Tom from Palmyra. Yeah. Hello. Hello, Tom. Yo, what's, what's up, guys? Hey, Tom, how are you? There he is. What are you Pretty doing? good. Happy St. Paddy's Day, dude, buddy. Happy St. Paddy's Day. What are you What are you doing this fine evening? I'm drinking some green beer down here on South Street. Are you going to come join us after the show? Yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, Mike said yeah, I mean, Mike said he's he's he, we're, he's going to dr- be my designated driver. Yep. Get some green beer. Go along with, with Kev's uh, green uh, and you, Yes, yes. A lot of green tea, a lot of mission tea down here. Yes, the, the Genesis of South. Oh, look at that. Yeah, something's great out here on South Street. Nice. You guys don't know what you're missing over there in Jersey. Well, we were talking about it was it would have been a good time to kind of get a uh get a live get a live show show going at Primo South Street, but uh it was one of those things where we were going to do the show last night and it was kind of like everything got changed so we're like, uh then we're like, oh, it's St. Patrick's Day. We should probably do something live. But it just you know, you know, we 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 could have done the show at Primos. I mean, there's nothing like there. Yeah, here we go. Well, yeah, we can always pipe. We can always pipe in like a uh, chatter in the background and make it seem like people are here, though. Yeah. <laughs> Last time I was yeah. there, people were actually in there reading books. <laughs> the library. Yeah, were... The library was actually too loud. So they're like, let's go to Primo South Street. I thought it was a Starbucks at first. <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah, a little boss by Kevin. Thanks, buddy. That's uh, Craig. Got, Craig. That's, yeah, that's all I got. I got nothing else. I'll just now, you it. guys talking about the big tourney this year, the big tournament? Yeah, who do you like this year, Tom? I think it's going to be an all-Philly uh, final. Temple and Nova. <laughs> I don't see how I don't see how uh, Temple, you know, with that, uh, that matchup zone and everything, they can really pull through. <laughs> Tom, Temple uh, didn't make the tournament this year. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that's going to make it difficult then. 
yeah, I mean, any chance Pepe LaSalle? I mean, no LaSalle final maybe. Um, not this year, Tom. I don't think we'll. Yeah, LaSalle, I don't LaSalle think, didn't make it either. Make cut, yeah. Ah. Well, did, did Nova make it? <laughs> oh, my God. I guess Nova's a one seed. Oh, oh, okay. That's a good thing, right? Number one seed. Yeah, Nova's a one seed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know how many times there's been two number one seats in the finals of the tournament? How many? I believe it's like a ridiculous, like six maybe. So a low number, single digit number. That's I don't I don't yeah, doubt that. Yeah. That's well, what two number one seats to play in the final game? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. It didn't happen last year. I think didn't it happen last year. Oh, it was the last, last year. year. Last year, um, yeah, no, it didn't happen last year. UConn no, was UConn, like a, yeah. UConn was like a six seed or something. Uh-huh. And the year before that, it was like Florida. Tom, you all right over there? Are you getting mugged? What do you want to try? I'm about to be accosted. I know that. Yes. Um, Kev, Kev uh, well, I'll find out what that means from Kev later after the show. But <laughs> what um, yeah, what do you want, a treadmill? No, no. I'm on South Street. Like literally yeah. on South Street. I'm on South Street, the party capital of the United States. Come on. You guys should be got down here. I mean, is it a mob scene over there? It's pretty ugly. It's pretty ugly, yeah. A lot of really stupid, drunk idiots and no attractive girls whatsoever. None. Oh. Really? Yeah. It's like sort of my whole dating life. <laughs> um, Dr- drunken, unattractive girls. Yeah. I mean, th- th- I mean, th- there's, a f- there- there's a couple days during the year that I will not go to a bar, and tonight's one yeah. of them. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. It's amateur. It's amateur night tonight. Let's be honest. That's where the yeah. And you're yeah, a grizzly veteran, Mike. Kev, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't saw. I, I saw uh, Mike's uh, prep notes for the show today. Yeah. Quite extensive. Yeah. He wrote it on the back of a matchbook cover. <laughs> Have Tom call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, Kev, are you uh, willing to uh, lay a few dollars down on the big bet? Uh, yeah, did you hear this bet? No, what is Tom, it? Tom bet me he could make – the bet is the number is 65 and a half. Uh-huh. Shooting 100 foul shots. He thinks he's more than 65. I'm going under for 100 bucks. And I think it's easy money. Get in there. Really? Like, what do you think, I've never seen. I've never seen Tom shoot, though. Have you ever seen – Well, you see you ever, my athletic build and, you know, yeah. my light body. It's true. I mean, have you ever seen a monkey? Have you ever seen a a, a monkey with a blindfold shoot a ball? <laughs> sixty-five out of hundred, and you're gonna make sixty-six. No, he's gonna make sixty-six. Are so, you there? You yeah, know? I'm video taping. Yeah. Okay, and you you're in on it. Don't want. How many? How many, how many? How many do you have? How many do you have in on this bet already? Just one. No, he's taking all comers. The max. Minimum is a hundred dollar bet, and max is unlimited. It's like a it's like a it's like a blackjack table. Minimum hundred. Ma- there's no max. Right, Tom? That's yeah. That's the bet. Now the thing I didn't tell you though, you know, Kevin and I are kind of in on this. So Kevin's going to give me some shooting tips this weekend, and then by Wednesday I'll be I'll be getting ninety out of hundred. Two hundred dollars. I got the other. <laughs> I'm in for two hundred. <laughs> 
So what, like, do you, what do you think you can make, Kev, out of 100? Like, like if we did it tonight. If you did it tonight? Me? Yeah, like just, yeah. I, was, I don't know. I, 45, 50? I was a I was a career probably seventy percent free throw shooter, so I would think so. Right. You can make sixty, so I would make sixty because I haven't shot in a while. But I yeah, but don't you don't you think you're just standing there and you're just shaking? You're not playing, you're not rebounding, all that. So you're shooting, just shooting. You're going to shoot better than you would during a game. Yeah, I think so. It would just yeah. be it would just be when if there's a lot yeah, of money on the yeah, line here, and here's the then, thing, you're, then you're everybody thinks oh I could just foul shots are easy. Like, it's a little harder than you think to just sit there. No, I mean, but what's that? Like, you play basketball your whole life. And Kev, that's what they call it. Yeah, that's what they call it. Tom doesn't play basketball for three years at least. Yeah, and he doesn't shoot the ball. He can barely lift his arms over his head. Did you ever see him comb his hair? No. Look at his hair. You ever see him brush his teeth? Christ. Okay, you just tell me when we're going to hook up this weekend. Give me a few tips. All right, I'll, I'll get you some you, I'll, I'll give you half my winnings. I definitely. Oh, I like it. I want to. I want to come. I want to come and watch this. Uh, this is. This is something I want to be a you part of. You don't have to come watch. I'm videotaping. Oh, nice. We're videotaping well, that's the, the whole thing. Okay. He just wants to humiliate me in front of people. That's all. That's all this is about. It's not about the money. So oh, humiliating me. I don't care about the money. It's just about humiliating him. All right, listen, we have, uh, I think we have Greg on the line. Oh, wait yeah. a second. Wait, before you hang out, though, why don't you tell both listeners what you shot today, Mike, out of 100 free throws? <laughs> yeah, tell them. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't want to tell them. But I'll, I'll tell them. 98. He shot 98 out of 100 free throws today. That's pretty amazing. You were 98 out of 100? I was 98 for 100 today. Yeah. Wow. Rough. I was a little off today. Wow. <laughs> All right, Tom, listen, thanks for the call. Um, we'll, we'll check in next week. All right, let's go Temple. You got it, buddy. See you, Craig. See you, Tom. <laughs> All right, we got we got we got uh, former intern Greg. Uh, we're actually full. He's just still part of the program. Greg, I know. You're, hey, what's uh, up, guys? What's up, Greg? What's up, so, guys? so uh, please tell me, please tell me that all sharp objects have been removed from the uh, the Temple University in general. No shoelaces laying yeah, around. Nothing. Yeah, no. My eyes were like coming out of my face after the selection <laughs> show. How? What was the describe the describe the cast? Were you at the? I mean, were you at you were at school when the selection show took place? Yeah, so I was locked in my apartment with a couple of roommates, and you know, every time like a ten or an eleven popped up, and it wasn't Temple, like the screams just got louder and louder. <laughs> wow. I, I mean, Temple beat. I mean, you know, look, yeah. look, they they played a tougher schedule. They they beat. What they beat Kansas by twenty five or something? Twenty five, yeah. They beat Kansas by twenty. I mean, Killed them. I mean, you beat Kansas by twenty five. You played Duke and Villanova non conference. Exactly right. Yeah, I, I don't get but it. To me, UCLA was the one that, and there were a few others yeah. that were questionable. Like I thought Indiana didn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. And I know Boise State won a few more games in Temple. They won twenty five. Temple won twenty three. But the fact that like a Mountain West team is going to get in that large means like the conference was disrespected. The American, but you know. Indiana and Boise, they they were ones, but UCLA that made no sense. I mean, what is this eye test that everybody goes off of? I don't understand. Do you think Indiana and UCLA because of the fan base? Do you think that has anything to do with it? I, I think I think just the name on the front of the jersey. And okay. what disappoints me is while Temple has the sixth most wins in NCAA history, I guess you could say fifth now that Syracuse vacated wins from what happened. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. 
if you really care about vacant, I think that's stupid. How you like now all of a sudden those games don't matter. It's so stupid. But, like, you, um, you played the games. Like, yeah. They count. You played. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Like that's stupid. Um, but yeah. either way, Temple fifth or sixth most wins in NCAA history. So you would think that that name would carry some weight, but it doesn't. And I don't understand. I mean, that's, that's they, they didn't, like, mind you, they had transfers that weren't eligible until the second semester. So once they had their full lineup, and Will Cummings also missed a few games, their best player in January with an injury. So once they had their full lineup and everyone was healthy and eligible, Temple lost three games. I don't understand. Like, to me, I, I am continually scratching my head. And tomorrow they're playing in the NIT and Buck Nell's coming here. And um, it it's just not where Temple belongs. Yeah. Now, now kind of describe uh... – have, has, has I know Fran Dumpy's been on a, a few media media uh, things so far since this all t- have taken place, and I know you're kind of close to the team with with everything and and with you what you do with Temple Radio. What seems to be the 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 demeanor? I mean, of the guys on the team of the of the coaching staff, kind of going on and saying, you know, do we get screwed? Or is, is I mean, I know Fran Dumpy's not the kind of guy who's going to sit there and dwell on it. He's going to go out and try to win the NIT. Yeah, um, there was media availability after the selection show on Sunday. I did not go, but from what I heard um, was said, and Fran Duffy was on here at the Temple radio station on Monday. So, it, it, you know, Duffy and uh, Cummings are really the ones that talk, uh, whether it's games or something like Sunday. But the two of them seem to be real professional about it not taking too many shots. I mean, Dumpy kind of hinted at the whole eye test concept that it was a bit confusing, which it is, but um, it seems like they're going about it the right way and not, um, you know, teeing off on anybody at the committee, uh, which, you know, I commend them for because they, it really didn't make any sense to me why they were left out. But, uh, you know, they're, I think just focused on what they can control and, uh, what's unfortunate is that, you know, for the most part, they seem to take care of their business in the regular season, and it wasn't good enough. But now I think the team has kind of moved past what happened. And, you know, I expect them to come out tomorrow night and really put a beat down on Bucknell because, you know, they're a much better team. And if it, if their mindset is what they say it is and they're focused on winning the NIT, then, you know, this first game tomorrow night shouldn't be much of a problem. Greg, Kentucky getting the, some of the other teams. Kentucky is, is um, I think they said it has a forty three percent chance of going undefeated. Do you think they go undefeated and win this tournament? Um, you know, I def I do think they get to the final four. I, I think like once you get past that point, I mean, listen, that bottom left region, I believe it's the West. You got some good teams in there. You got Wisconsin, um, North Carolina, mm-hmm. um, Arizona is the team that I really like. Um, so. I don't know right now. It's tough to say. I I, I think that I I just don't like to be boring with all this. You know, everybody's picking Kentucky, so I'm trying to come up with a reason why they'll lose. I think in that top left bracket, Notre Dame could certainly be a team that could take them down because if you watch the ACC championship on Saturday night, Notre Dame was making everything in that second half. And I was thinking to myself, well, you know, Pacanaut and Steve Mysterio, if these guys are draining threes the way they're capable of, this team could beat Kentucky. And sure enough, they're in the same region. Um, So to answer the question, uh, I'm going to say no, just because I think that 
sooner or later, I, I mean, it just seems like there's one of these bumps in the road for Kentucky because they did have some bumps in the road in the SEC schedule. They were lucky enough to get by at a close game against yeah. LSU, a couple and overtime games. Better, and you're playing better competition now, let's be honest. I mean, the SEC, other right. than – That's my point. You know, these and you, so, you, you also look I just at, have a feeling sooner or later things are going to catch up to them. And you also look at Columbia uh, took took Kentucky deep, and what they, all they did was just pack it in. Same Buffalo thing. Buffalo had the lead at halftime back in, yeah, in the game in December on that two three. You pack it in at two three, and they just they they force them to shoot, and they said, okay, just, just try to beat us with your jump shot. And then if you have shooters on that team, it becomes a whole different story. Like you said, Notre Dame could be a tough test for them with their outside shooting and their ability. The question to, is, does Notre Dame Notre Dame get that far? Because you look at that bottom half of the Midwest region. It's very tough. You have, I think, a capable 11 seed in Texas who was uh, underachieved most of the Big 12 season, was a preseason top 10 team. So I think mm. Texas it led the nation in blocks. They've got a really big front line. Then you have uh, Wichita State, who's – you talk about teams. That's another thing. As much as I think Temple got, you know, a raw deal, there are some teams in this field that are ridiculously underseeded. And Wichita State's one of them. How in the world are they a seven seed? I mean, they – to me, were well, they were a top ten, top fifteen team for most of the season. For most of the year until they lost. You know, SMU is another team. They are in the conference that Temple's in, the American Athletic Conference. They're a six. Are you kidding me? That that's a team without Emmanuel. If Emmanuel Media had played there, that's a team that's looking at a one or two seed this year. They're really good. Larry Brown does a great job there, and I think that's a team that got snubbed last year. If you remember, they were you know the biggest snub, uh, and then now I think they're going to have that motivation for them, SMU, and that. That, you know, they got snubbed last year, and also just the fact that they're playing for this conference, which gets disrespected, and had the national champion Connecticut last year. So I think those two teams, SMU and Wichita State, are a lot better than their seed indicates. And then you look at like Louisville and uh, Georgetown are fours. I mean, I, I don't quite get that. Yeah, definitely, it's it's. I definitely agree. The underseeding is the uh, is is the what what exactly you're talking about. There's there's just a lot of underseeding. And then you have a team like Georgetown. You, like you said, like some of these teams are overseeded. I don't know Northern Iowa. Uh, there's there's a lot of. I don't. Maryland also, I think, is better than the, a four. Yeah, the eye the eye test things like that. I think just the UCLA thing was very surprising, especially the with UCLA the UCLA thing was terrible. I mean, Temple had a better RPI, a stronger strength of schedule. They had eight wins against the top one hundred. UCLA only had five. And if you're talking about signature wins, Temple beat up on Kansas by twenty five points. UCLA's best win was against Utah. And the second time that UCLA played Utah in the Pac twelve schedule, UCLA lost by thirty points to Utah. So, I, I that's one I'll never understand. And you know, we we were talking about it a lot here at Temple. Would you rather just sneak in and lose in the first game, or would you rather, you know, have it the way things are now and say win the NIT? And I think there's no question. I'd rather still make the NCAA, even if yeah. you lose the first game. At the end of the day, it's like, would you rather add another year to your NCAA banner, or would you rather have a new banner that says you're the NIT champs? I'd rather, because at the end of the day, I'd rather look at it as this way: the resume for a guy like Dumphy and for guys that, you know, look at Temple, you know, five, six years down the line, they're not going to remember, well, Temple was the biggest snub here. They're just going to look at, you look at the records and you look at, you know, their postseason and they're going to see NIT, you know, so mm -hmm. nobody really remembers, I think, years down the line, the fact that they got snubbed. So that's why I, that question to me is there's an unequivocal response of, you know, I would rather just be in the, um, the big dance and regardless of how far you go. I just think, mm -hmm. you know, in terms of resume, it just helps.
I agree. Greg Frank uh, joining us uh, joining us tonight, talking a little tournament. Greg, again, stay away from stay at, not, not too long in the shower. Make sure you're not drinking too much water. We just got we yeah gotta get... yeah absolutely, Kev. Thanks a lot, guys. All right, see you, bud. We'll see. You, see we'll talk to you soon. Yep. Bye. So Greg Frank joining us, uh, joining us on the program tonight, talking a little bit, and you got to be disappointed, like he's saying that Temple, you got some of these teams, the RPI Temple's RPI, what was it, thirty four, thirty five? It's like, yeah. but, but here's the thing too, Kevin. I don't want to get into too much of Greg's. I, you know, I didn't want to kind of rain on his parade, but the reality of it is too is dump dump in the NCAA tournament a lot of times. Not, yeah. Come up a little, you know. Now he's been on the show. He's a good friend of mine, uh-huh. you know, but I mean, how many times is it a five twelve and they lose? Yeah. Um, so, you know, now obviously he's a great coach and, and when you get to the tournament, the, the, the seedings, the seedings don't really, no, they don't, you know, they don't I mean, bar anymore. You know, a five and a 12, I mean, come on, you're going by a dude with a bad rug who makes those seedings, Joe Lenardi. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. He's terrible. According to Joe Lenardi. So, uh, before we head out tonight, we got Don from Fairfax joining us, uh, all the way from Fairfax, Virginia. Don, how are you? Doing great tonight. How are you guys doing? Good. We got our little tournament special on St. Patty's Day, drinking a few Guinnesses and uh, just talking a little basketball. How are you? Nice. Well, um, I gave up beer for Lent. Oh, that's right. Really? Yeah, my my yeah, wife. So my wife I'll told have to have me that. or something. My wife told me that after I, I after I force fed you beers the other not too long ago. <laughs> <laughs> that was okay. There's exceptions you have healthy. to make. Yeah. So what do you want to do? Scotch. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to. Get rid of a few bottles that I have opened from the winter because uh, the gin and tonic season will be coming in pretty soon. I like it. Go. I like it. Yeah, you got yeah. to keep the inventory turned. Who <laughs> <laughs> well, was just, was that Adam on the phone before? No, that was uh, Greg. Greg. Okay, Greg. Um, you know, he was talking about Temple not getting in. Mm-hmm. And I was just, as he was talking, I had the RPI rankings out and I was looking at it. And Temple's RPI is 45. Mm-hmm. Buffalo is 44, and they're a 12 seed. Yep. Now, Buffalo, I think, won the Mid-American Conference. Yeah. They got an but automatic head. Yeah. But they came in as a 12. And Cincinnati, in the same conference as Temple, with a lower RPI, same record, gets seed. in. They're, mm-hmm. And they're like an 8 seed, right? Yeah. So yeah, so not- it just doesn't make any sense. Well, that's what they're talking about with the eye test. They, a, lot of, a lot of people at Temple are kind of talking about, you know, you look at some of these bigger universities, and Temple makes it. But like, like Mike was saying, they never really have been that successful in the tournament. So. But that doesn't, you know what, though, like you can't go off. You pitch, can't. You but know, but, is, but that the, what, is that what they're doing with UCLA, though? But here's the thing. I mean, we talked about this before. The NCAA, uh, it's, it's a moneymaker now. So I think that, that they're trying to get the most entertainment value out of it, even if, it does, if they're not really doing it the, the right way. Um, and you know another just an observation with Michigan State. Did you see the game? I think it was the last game that was on on the weekend. They were playing Wisconsin in the Big Ten tournament. Mm-hmm. Michigan State didn't score in the overtime. They blew I don't know a twenty some point lead, yeah. and then didn't score in overtime. So I'm wondering, like, how excited are they to be in the tournament? Uh, I, I I'm sure they're going to win their first round. But I just don't see a team that is that capable of melting down that late in the season really going far. And I think, Kevin, didn't you say that you had them over Virginia? Or was that yeah. Mike? 
Now that was I, I I have them I have them winning a couple games. I mean I like Izzo, um, but you see Wisconsin just doesn't turn the ball over. Like they yeah. they're never going to be out of the game because they're not going to hurt themselves. They're very well coached. Yeah, they they don't turn it over. They shoot it well mm-hmm. and they're disciplined. Where, I mean, uh, look at that Michigan. Yeah, like you yeah. said, that Michigan State Wisconsin game. They weren't even shooting that well. They weren't even playing that well. Yet they still were able to grind it out at the end. Yeah. So uh, a couple other. How about uh, with the Metro Atlantic Conference? They're playing in for a 16 seed. I just assumed that, I mean, that's the same as the Northeast Conference with Robert Morris. Yeah. Uh, and I would have thought that the Metro Atlantic Conference would probably come in at like a, a 13 or 14, wouldn't you? Yeah, I, well, I think it was more because uh, if if uh, Iona would have won, I think they would have probably been in a like a 15 seed. They were kind of the better team, but... Uh, considering that that considering that it wasn't it was uh, it it ended up being uh, Manhattan, the Jaspers. I think they they kind of came out and, and it was it was a little different story. So I think if you had it a, a little different, it would have been uh, if if Iona won, it would have been they would have had a higher seed. But they got the playing game because I think Manhattan was kind of an upset to win the tournament. Uh, but yeah, you look at, it, you look at, Iona I mean, didn't get in though, did they? No, they didn't get in. Don't but they have some at, kid that? Is a a good yeah. pro prospect. Yeah, they do. I uh, I don't know his I I don't know his name, but I watched him play a few times. They're, he's he's definitely talented, and I think think they were the better team. I think a lot of people wanted them to get in, so they kind of threw Manhattan into the uh, playing game, and uh, we just saw how that that ended. Hampton just beat them. So they you know it's 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 disappointing for the Mac, but I mean that's it was crazy because when I went to Monmouth, we played in the n e c and Robert Morris, and then I watched the n e c and I know my wife and I were sitting there because we both went to Monmouth, and we were talking about it it's 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 weird to watch that and know that Monmouth's not in it anymore to watch Robert Morris play St Francis New York and be like, "Oh well, Monmouth's not in it anymore because that was kind of the big game so uh yeah. it's a new conference, and uh you know they're hopefully they'll improve and hopefully they'll keep going. Yeah, you know who is another – it's a puzzling seed, I think, is Georgetown, a four seed. They've been in and out of the bottom of the top 25 all year. They'd crawl into like 22, 23, and then they'd lose to somebody who wasn't ranked. They'd fall out, and then they get back. But I was surprised that they got that high a seed. Yeah, that, uh, I was, Georgetown, yeah. yeah, Georgetown was a four seed. Well, they, that's the thing. I mean, you know, our boys from SF Austin, the Jacks, will come through and uh, well, your boys, yeah, my, our boys <laughs> will come. will come and uh, knock off Utah are they and then the take care. Of, they're Where the lumberjacks. They? Yeah, the Jacks, the lumberjacks. Were they the ones that were in last year that you really liked? Yeah, they they won their first round game. I had them going to the Sweet Sixteen, and uh, they let me down last year, so I was quite disappointed. But you know, at the same time, uh, you know, it's it's one of those. One of those, uh, maybe maybe they'll do it this year. They future were, they, Gonzaga. Remember when Gonzaga used to be a, a surprise if they'd win something? See, that was yeah. that was like the old days. Like they just they were very good. They were one of the best mid majors, and now suddenly they're are they a mid major that like? Uh, now they're not. Now they're not. Now they're a major, but they were a mid major, which made it pretty interesting. Like Butler got the back to back national championships. They're a major now. Yeah, yeah you're not a mid major. Yeah. You get the national championships. Like you're, you're a major a, program. But it's like it's still going to take years. I mean, this is only in our in like the past fifteen years that Gonzaga got in Butler. Only in the past like five to ten. So you, I feel like you can't compete with like the the Kentuckys and the Dukes and stuff that have been doing it for like thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, yeah. seventy years. 
Don, yeah, I, I think it ahead. makes it easier to recruit, but it's not as easy if your name is Calipari. <laughs> You're not kidding on that one. You're not kidding, Don. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We uh, we have one more one more caller to get through, and we got to get into this last segment, and we will uh, be off. Okay, and I just I just wanted to send congratulations out to to Mike for 98 out of 100 free throws. I'd, yeah, thank you, Don. I, do you have any eligibility left, Mike? Um, no, uh, health wise, no. <laughs> yeah, he 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 does. Uh, the the uh, the racquetball association. I yeah, think the, they're the, um, yeah the. Um, the crackies? Yes, yeah, I have I have some racquetball eligibility. Some racquetball eligibility. That's about it. Nothing okay. Else. Next time you go into the chiropractor, tell him this time you just want a hug. <laughs> it's easier and quicker. Yeah, you're right, Don. Thanks for buying me dinner. Okay, happy St. Patrick's Day, gentlemen. Right, thanks, buddy. All right, good thanks, night. Bye bye. There he is, Don. Don from Fairfax. He's no, going right back to the doers. Right back to the old Scotch. Now, I don't, is John Doer Scotch. Uh, yeah, is doers. Yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? Blend. So, uh, John Oliver, who does uh, last week yes. tonight, had a really good, uh, t- good, good uh, rant on. <laughs> he had a real good rant on NCAA tournament. We'll play a little bit of that now before we discuss. Hopefully. The first round of March Madness, the year's biggest college tournament, starts on Tuesday, and the entire nation will be watching, which means big, big money. March Madness now brings in over a billion dollars in That's TV insane. ad revenue. A billion dollars. A billion dollars. That's more than the Super Bowl. It's almost more than the entire NFL postseason combined. And that might seem like a lot until you consider the number of ads they managed to pack in. Sponsored by Lexus. AT&T at the half. When you watch this, it's crazy. Our game is brought to you in HDTV by HP. Code Zero presents... Real fans of NCAA March Madness. Pretty soon, the only thing left to sponsor will be the sponsorships themselves. And now Pepsi presents a Geico look at Nabisco's Toyota Moment of the Game, brought to you by Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) You should know, everything about this tournament is branded. Even the famous moment where players cut down the net. Watch this. Warner, Warner Lattie, Lattie, yeah. donates to the general scholarship fund of every school in this year's Final Four. Werner, the official ladder of the NCAA basketball championships. Are you kidding me? A Werner ladder? Look, as a ladder enthusiast, I can tell you right now, Werner's a pure shit. <laughs> Unless you want a broken mat, a back, in which case, by all means, go with Werner. But you'd be better off slapping on a pair of stilts and trying to balance on a yoga ball. I'm a DeWalt man, of course. <laughs> I'm not a ladder idiot. <laughs> Seriously. He's, he's, yeah. That's insane, you know, you the sponsorship. Yeah, you know what, though? It's kind of just like they sneak him in, you're not paying attention. Uh-huh. Like, oh, this, you know, the, the, whatever. But when it's someone tr- points it out and then you yeah. really pay attention and focus on it. Like you said, they, they sneak that in yeah. there. I mean, you, I've never noticed that before. Especially well, I like, knew the Warner ladder. I knew that was The cool. Warner ladder was, it, it's amazing. And like, you know, they do, they sneak it in. It's like, the Pennzoil, like even by the Pennzoil at the half. Yeah. Like, AT&T at the half. Sponsored right. by AT&T. And like, right. the, yeah, the, all right. these, all these different things. You're just things. thinking it's like the halftime. It's just yeah. like, oh, that's You're like, the oh, here comes, oh, here comes halftime. Here comes halftime. Jay Billis. They threw four sponsors at you and you didn't even realize it's Insane billion dollars this, this this company makes, and we're, we're not. I, I I was reading. I was just reading the. I was. I, I saw that video and I was reading the the commentary and people were still talking about how they shouldn't pay athletes and they're like, why they get a college education? A billion dollars, a billion dollars. You you're saying a billion 
dollars they make off that, you can't pay players. That's ridiculous. I'm not, and I, yeah. it's a rant for another time, but that's ridiculous because it's nine nineteen, and I'm I'm starting to get sleepy. Yeah, let's get the hell out of here. All right. So, uh, show brought to you tonight by Foam Pack, supplier of all Graco products. Just a phone call away, 888-458-2928. Also, by Integrated Play and Renee Shaw. If you're an athlete looking to transition into a career outside the athletic fields, contact Renee, 269-760-3857. You seem sleepy at about 30. Yeah, I was out. I seem sleepy about 730. <laughs> so, uh, hit us up on Twitter this week at the match underscore up zone. Follow us. We uh, usually have some good stuff, mainly right around the show time. That's pretty much the only time we post. Uh, waiting for at waiting for Godunk at uh, what's your name? M, M- Gold twenty five or something. Gould, Michael Gold twenty five. Michael Gold. Yeah, who knows? Just who type cares? in Michael. Just type in our names if you really want to follow us. We have some good stuff on there that uh, we never put on our own the matchup zone uh, Twitter account. So uh, it's a good show. We'd like to thank Jake, Jake Silby for tuning in or for calling in, talking a little bit. Don from Fairfax, obviously. Greg Frank for uh, calling in as well. The mystery caller who called in and uh, dropped. Sorry, we'll get to you next week. Hope all you guys have a great week. Enjoy your St. Patrick's Day. Drink responsibly and uh, enjoy the first round. Yeah, enjoy the first round of the NCAA tournament. Until then, guys, we'll see you next week and uh, hopefully look forward to another great week. Bye.